A reading from the seventh chapter of the Revelation of John, beginning with verse 9. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, singing, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me saying, Who are these robed in white? And where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God, and worship Him day and night within His temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. And He will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. A reading from the Gospel according to John, the 10th chapter, beginning with the 22nd verse. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around Him and said to Him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in My Father's name testify to Me. But you do not believe because you do not belong to My sheep. My sheep hear My voice. I know them and they follow Me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of My hand. What My Father has given Me is greater than all else. And no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There are all kinds of hurt in the world. And it seems like every year human beings think up some new way to hurt each other. But there's also beauty in the world. And for that, we give thanks to God. It's what draws us here. For without the beauty of glint, the, without the glimpses of beauty, 
like the warmth of sunshine on a cool day, the singing of birds at the still of dawn, the hug of a friend who loves you, the prayers of someone who longs to see you be whole, or the smile of a four-month-old child. Without those glimpses of God's beauty and God's beautiful work, we could be left to think that hurt is all that is left in life. Aren't you grateful that we get to see the beauty of God? Otherwise, we might draw the conclusion that everything in life is conspiring against us to make us miserable, to bring us down, to defeat us, which is absolutely simply not true. For there are beautiful things at work in the world, pushed by God's finger. The beauty and love of God are on display all around us. And the love and care of God's people who are the body of Christ, the chosen instrument of Christ Jesus, who uses us to continue to show the world that He is Lord and that He works to show us and the world who He is through us. We are not abandoned to wallow in the hurt of this world. Is that not good news? Is it not good news to know that God intends to wipe away the tears of your hurts? Do you know that this text has been used more to argue about God than to rejoice in God? Jacob Arminius, John Calvin, John Wesley, George Whitfield, they all argued till they couldn't write anymore. I can only imagine that their hands were shriveled up like this on whether or not God knew that some would not choose to be saved. And they completely missed what Jesus was saying. Hopefully the bishop don't hear that. John Wesley missed something. <laughs> Sometimes we completely miss that Jesus is saying you're safe in me and that's all you need to know. We don't have to grasp God. Isn't that good news? God grasps us. We don't have to understand God. We don't have to know everything about God. We don't have to be able to answer the question whether Jesus would have come without sin or not. All we have to be able to do is to trust Jesus. And Jesus is asking us today, have you not seen Me at work in you? Trust Me. I'm glad that it's not up to me to grasp God but up to God to grasp me. The point of Jesus' words is that you're safe in Jesus' grasp and no one can force Jesus to give you up. No one can force Him to give up on you. No one, not even you, can force Jesus to let you be ripped out of His hands. As much as you may want to rebel against Christ's call on your life, you cannot cause Him to give up. Eighteen years, Brother James, I fought that call. Jesus will not give up on you. 
He will not allow you to be snatched out of His hands like a cheap bandana. Christ gives us eternal life. And we will never perish. He gives us life in the midst of hurt. Right here in the middle of the weight of sin and death. It's good for us to hear today that salvation belongs to our God. That it does not belong to us. It's good for us to hear today that the victory of undefeated life is not our work. That it's not ours. That salvation does not belong to David. But to God. It's good for us to hear that the, the victory belongs to God and to the Lamb. Jesus Christ is that Lamb. The Lamb who was slain in death and was raised up to new life. Victorious over death to life that is irreversible, irrevocable. And your baptism made you part of that life. And now your life is irrevocable. You cannot be snatched out of His hands, for He is victorious. Sin and death may still appear to have power over us, but they do not have power over Him. They are not and will never be able to snatch us out of His hand, to steal us from His grasp. The Lamb who was slain has become the shepherd. His rod and His staff, they comfort us. He is the one who will lead us through the darkest valleys of our lives, through the valley of the shadow of death, through the valley of hurt. He is the one who will bring us to new creation. On Easter morning, we said that He is. Last week, we joined Peter in saying, Jesus, You know that we love You. To be included in the restoration that He offers. And I wonder today, can we submit to His rule, to His leading? Can we give ourselves and our trust to the Lamb to become our shepherd? Today, dear ones, we are before the throne of God in this place. A place transformed by the presence of God's Spirit. We join the elders and the four living creatures, blessing and honoring God who is wisdom and giving thanksgiving and honor and power and claiming that the might of God is beyond reproach. And here before the throne of God, surrounded by people who are the work of God, can we receive His promise that He will shelter us? Can we receive the good news that the time is coming and now is that the Lamb at the center of the throne is our shepherd? The one who will guide us to the springs of the water of life and into the new creation where God our Father will wipe every tear from our eyes. I wonder if you notice, dear ones, that John did not say some tears. He didn't say those tears that you were justified in shedding. He didn't say those tears that you cried for other people. He said every tear. Even when you felt sorry for yourself. Even tears that were shed in your selfishness. Every tear. 
Every tear that you have cried, every tear that I have cried, whether in my sin, in my fear, in my loneliness, in my brokenness, in those moments when I loved myself and in those moments when I did not. Every tear, every tear will be wiped away. And then I will know beyond the shadow of doubt that I have always been in the grasp of a relentlessly loving God. That right now we are in the grasp of one who loves us and who will never let go of us. Dear ones, remember your baptism. It places you in the hands of the risen Christ. And today, as we sing our final hymn, the font will be open. And our lay leader will stand at the font to mark you and tell you to remember your baptism. And I invite you to come forward and be marked and remember that Christ has laid claim on you. And if Christ has laid claim on you, then you cannot be snatched from His hands. No matter what hurt you experience, you will be restored. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.